If you've been looking for the number one podcast that features both Brad and David talking, you have found it right Right here. Welcome to Brad and David Talking, brought to you by Horrible Haikus, everyone's favorite offensive poetry game, available at HorribleHaikusGame.com. Get 15% off today with code HORRIBLE15. We are rolling. Rabbits. Oh, I thought you were going to say rabbits. No, I did see a rabbit earlier today. Mm -hmm. A bunny, if you will. I'm not sure what the difference is, but maybe that's for the bunny episode. Bunnies are young rabbits? Or is it just like another name for a rabbit? I don't know. That's a good. I I I thought it may just be another name, but there's probably a specific reason. Words usually have specific reasons. Sometimes it's both. People it could people be. go bunny rabbit, oh, or or true. bee rabbit, like we're in Eight Mile. That is a bit confusing. The yeah. bunny rabbit. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say they're the same then. Yeah. Agree. Okay. Well, welcome to uh, Brad and David talking. Um, I'm here with David. And I'm here with Brad. Hi. And I think today you're going to select a topic for us, Brad. Yeah, because that right? that's, that's what we do here. We draw topics out of a bowl and we talk about them. So Brad is currently selecting a topic. Oh, this he is a big one. piece of paper. <laughs> Artificial intelligence. That is a very... That is... Wow. That is very of the moment. It is. It's something we have actually been talking quite a bit a lot about recently. We were literally talking about it right before we started recording this. We were. This. We were talking about it. And I'm glad we saved some of that for the, the podcast I here. guess so. We, we probably should have put our fingies in the bowl before we uh, started talking about it. And you have been using the ChatGPT. You've been using, as we just discussed, the yep. new Adobe Beta. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, experimented with the Dolly... AI? Uh, done a little Dolly AI. And there's a bunch of other ones. Wombo by Dream or whatever. Yeah, a bunch of these different things. A bunch of these random people. Kind of super into For somebody that's not like into a lot of technology stuff, like I'm actually really into this. Well, it's a very popular, um, not only topic, but actually uh, tool. Uh, It is officially the number one fastest growing app. Is it really? Ever. Ever. I mean, I believe that, but... Yeah, wow. like it took three months or less to get more than than any other app. You'll have to fact check me on that. It, but from what I read, the point where I am blown away yeah. by people that are not following this at all. Well, normal people I talk to are talking about it. You know what I mean? Like I, I no normal people were not talking about crypto. Normal people were not talking about the metaverse. Right. Normal people are talking, and not only talking about, they're using. I think somehow even this is like an easier concept to understand than the metaverse or than, you know, Bitcoin and altcoins. Like I, I think something about it's like, hey, this is like robots that can think and learn for themselves. That's not that hard of a concept for people to understand. I think people are just blown away by how fast it's developing. Well, and it's funny because I know... To us, it seems like it's fast. Like, it seems like it didn't really exist. And then all of a sudden, over the last six months, it's like, we've got Terminator. Yeah, it's, it's been that way is, to us. But this has been going on for a of course. long time. And now, what I think would be helpful is if we can explain specifically what we're referring to when we're talking about artificial, artificial intelligence. You do it. I'm dumb. Okay, so artificial intelligence would be an intelligence that is artificial. 
That is not natural. That's really, really a good I'm trying to be succinct here. No, I get it. Uh, the idea being that there is a, a large bucket, basically, a bucket of information. Mm. And that bucket has been put into this, poured into this machine. And this machine knows everything in that bucket. And then connects everything in that bucket as if our brain were connecting while looking through memories is the idea. Does that make any sense? Does that help? Yes. I like I'm, to use the bucket a lot. No, I was going to say, it very like, helpful. You, I will give you the $5 for using the word bucket three yeah. times in less than a minute. Yeah, thank you. Uh, bucket. Uh, now, the tools that we're talking about specifically, like ChatGPT, those are called uh, AI-generated content, right? Think buckets, yeah. Right. So basically what's going on with something like that is it's a text tool. Uh, the, the AI is reading through its bucket and it is saying, putting together complex plagiarism, more or less. It's creative plagiarism. And it's because that bucket is not just stuff that it created or its company created, but it's pulling data from the entire internet, scraping as much as it can to then reutilize and reorganize it into whatever you're looking for. So let's say you want a poop joke. It's going to give you a poop joke. Let's say you want a poop haiku. It's going to give you a poop haiku. Now, here's the thing. I, I am, I'm not super up to date on this, but like, how much of it is legit straight plagiarism? Or is it more that it's taking collections of things, creating its own thought, but those thoughts are not always accurate based on fact? I think both of those things are true. Is, think, is it really? Is it just straight up plagiarizing? I don't, I don't think it's straight up plagiarizing. Like, because if so, like that's really good for the human race because that means like the robots are just like, right. well, they plagiarize. I'm going to do it too. Beep, well, boop, beep, I think beep, it definitely beep, started as that, and it's plagiarism is my friend. The I think I think part of it is though a lot of it like is definitely pulling sentences and concepts from magazine. I mean, it's basically a fancy Google, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or a fancy autocomplete is another way I've heard about it, you know? It's um, it's not original thoughts. I mean, it is still artificial. But to be fair, our lives are just a collection of experiences that we randomly select and put together as ideas and whatnot. So, it's... Whoa. Keanu? Now, as far as the... Keanu? Oh, he must have yeah, he, fly by. Yeah, um, sure. Now, the Photoshop and the Dolly and all this auto-generated image stuff, I find much more fascinating because... Uh, now, I think the tech stuff is great. The tech, the text stuff is great. That's going to help a lot of people uh, with their jobs. It's also going to put a lot of people on a work, which I think we should talk about in a minute. Yeah. But the, yeah. But the uh, image generation stuff is really fascinating. Now... For somebody who's not an artist, not a drawer, not a painter, not somebody who can actually make images besides photographs, this opens up a whole world of opportunity for folks. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty wild. So having worked in graphic design and a bunch of stuff like that, like I've used this, like I just went through the the beta with Photoshop, which is just bonkers. Like it's crazy. And I think whereas some of the text you know, stuff is in the plagiarism realm and getting things wrong. I mean, you can send in your photographs into the Photoshop beta, like AI, and you can literally be like, hey, I'm going to add an extra four inches around this picture 
that don't exist. And I want you to make something. You can give it no prompts and it will create something insane. Or you can give it prompts and it's like, that's not played. It's your photograph. Like it literally just has to create something based on what it can read and analyze from what's there. And it's insane what it comes up with and like how perfect it is. And the funny thing is it gives you like three options. So it's like, do you want option A, option B, or option C? Right. And it's like, and every one of them is good. Now, like, I've liked that. It's, it's crazy. I like that. I've been seeing that more and more where there's a lot of these tools where they have options. You're right. You know, there's like, it's almost like, do you want to... Um, do you want it more creative? Do you want it more straight uh, down the down the you know the line or whatever? But but at the same time, like you're like on one hand, I'm looking at it from a designer perspective. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is an amazing tool. This is incredible. But then the <laughs> what was that? Keanu? Keanu? <clears throat> Where are we gonna go from? So we have talked with Keanu, and he has moved on. We thank him for stopping by the show. Thank you, Keanu. But uh, we were talking about the image generation for the AI. The thing I wanted to kind of ease into would be... I want to go back, because what I was going to say with that whole thing was, like, from a designer perspective, it's an amazing tool. Like, it's incredible what it can do, how, how much help it is. But then you look at it from like the 5,000 foot view and you're like, this is messed up because nothing we're going to see moving forward is going to be real. Like it's all going to be real-ish. Well, that's a good, that's kind of what I was leaning into next. Uh, I mean, it's interesting because for years we've been watching movies and TV shows that have unreal elements to them, you know, digital elements to them that humans were adding now we're going to have an AI adding it. It's very similar as if, if we know going into it that it's entertainment. Right. But, but as soon as we start seeing images and video content that isn't, that can cause real harm, uh, that's going to be a problem. Whether it's deep fakes for folks, whether it's going to be fake images, like we recently just had one on social media where it was the Pentagon on fire. It was not actually on fire. Mm-hmm. That had a mar- uh, The stock market actually had a drop. Uh, for a uh, moment after that happened. So there is potential for real-world harm from this stuff. So I've, I've seen a few solutions. I'll just throw this out real quick. There's a concept of radioactive data going in, being fed to the AI, the, con- the concept being that there's going to be a certain junk in the data that can be uh, found some way mm-hmm. in the aftermath. Again, this is all over my head. Uh, I, am, I have a theater degree, no minor, uh, you know, I, I just am fascinated by all this. Um, now but you are a member of a credit union. I am in a credit union. Yeah. Now, with deepfakes, uh, I think we should talk about this for a second. We're heading into an election season. Yeah. Not to date us. We like to keep our show not very current eventy. But with AI today talking about it, we may have a little trouble. But we're going into an election, and I'm assuming various elections after this one will have the same problem. But there are going to be photos and videos of candidates and their families and friends, whatever, who are going to be in strange situations created by the other side. Yeah, and, and 
you know, it's but the thing is, is like it's not just going to be the politicians. It's going to be just regular folks. You're right. You know, you're going to be like cruising through Facebook because you're old. Um, and you're going to be like, oh, what, what, Kenny's on the moon today. Right. You know, and you're like, how did Kenny get to the moon? You know, it, it's, it's just like, no one is going to live in reality anymore. I mean, I guess that is the metaverse. Like we right. are like, no one lives in like a real world. Well, we've kind of been in that well realm for the last few years. I think we've all been kind of living in what they call the filter bubble, yeah. which is we're all seeing our own version of Facebook or Google or whatever. Now... There could be positives to these things. There have been some people like we have uh, uh, Darth Vader's voice from the uh, very talented. Um, what's his name? Go ahead. No, I'm. I'm you got to get it's, you. You got to get yourself out of this. Uh, so Darth Vader. <laughs> no, no, we're we're not what moving forward name? until you get this. I can't remember his name. James. James Earl Jones. There you go. Okay. So James Earl Jones has actually licensed Disney his voice to use for Darth Vader. So they're using AI to cobble that together. Now, that's a positive thing. But now we have... we're in the Well, it's positive for the franchise. franchise. And it's positive for James Earl Jones. Because he okayed it. But some future voice actor that could have been doing that... True. Like, that's... They, they lost out on a job, man. Well, that's true. And that's kind of what we're seeing now with the uh, writers and the actors going on strike. Yeah. Obviously, AI is part of it. I mean, have you watched some of this stuff that's getting made? Yeah. Like that, I watched one. I think the most disturbing slash impressive one I saw was it was a, uh, a dubbing thing. And, and like because my wife has done a lot of dubbing for like foreign films and, you know, things like that. And... It was like a a dubbing of a movie into like eight or nine different languages done by AI. And it was perfection. Perfect. It was better than any normal human could ever do on their own. No discredit to actors. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's amazing voice actors. There's amazing people at dubbing. But it, it, it was so profoundly – like, you literally couldn't even tell it was dubbed. Well, they, it, it just yeah. seemed like it was in the actual like language and like, and that part was like, wow, that's incredibly impressive. But also, fuck, there's a lot of people that are going to lose their jobs. Well, you, you, it's a good point you bring up, and that's where I think we we needed to talk about is losing the jobs next. And the, yeah. and part of it is, for example, you're right, people who are dubbing, they can match the mouth. You know, they can have the AI mm-hmm. change the lips or whatever if they have to to, to be exact to the words. You know, whatever. Also, we're looking at a situation with the actors and the writers as well. But with the actors, you could have an actor come in. They'll be there for seven hours. They read four thousand words, and then that's they all get the paid robot for the day, needs. And then they've got beep, boop, beep, you know beep, boop, they beep, put together the rest of the movie or whatever with the actor's voice pieced together, just like we were talking about with Darth Vader. Now with the um, the, the writers, all of a sudden you've got a room of eight writers. You only need maybe three of them, and yep. An AI, they're just spit out some ideas like, "Hey, I want to make a movie, a kids' movie about blueberries who are friends with strawberries. Give me ten storylines uh, that are father-son dynamics, you know." And then yeah. spits it out, and then next thing you know, you're writing some blueberry strawberry movie. And uh, wait, should we write that down? Yeah, no. We I should pro- hey, Chat GBT, can you please thank write that? Thank you. Right. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, that obviously a lot of folks are going to lose their jobs. I've even seen there was a recent letter out from these folks who are even making the AI, saying that this is potentially an extinction level event, and they're still selling it. Mm-hmm. So they're selling subscriptions to this thing and saying it could be the end of the world. That is such a bizarre thing. Yeah, but it, but at the same time, it, you know, you look at it from certain standpoints. Like I use it almost daily now. And, I, and, and I've used it for things that legitimately make my life easier. So uh, one of the best examples I had is, uh, so I own a bar and uh, our water heater <laughs> just died like two months into owning the bar. And uh, we're like, shit, we can't be open. And it was like a hectic day, crazy day. So I was like, ChatGPT, um, can you write me a two-paragraph letter that we can post that explains that our water heater is broken and because of that, unfortunately, we'll be able to be open today and we'll get open as soon as we can. And that was basically about all the prompt was. And it wrote the most perfect, like, letter that was, like, sympathetic, empathetic. Like, it, it just covered all the bases. Like, I didn't even change a word. I was just, like, post. So something I could have spent an hour on an incredibly stressful, hectic day took me six minutes. I mean, basically, you know? and and it's right. like for that, I'm like, that made my life significantly easier. Right. You you, should, you basically, I think it's democratizing personal assistance. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like now all of a sudden I don't have to be at a Fortune, whatever, uh, company. Five hundred, four hundred, three hundred. However, it depends how fortunate you are. So a Fortune company. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, you can have an assistant. It's democratizing these tools so more people can have them. I think that's great. I think there's a lot of positives. I hope we're focusing on that. I think there's going to be some negatives like we're talking about with the job loss. We may have to get to a point, I've seen in sci-fi before, where we're going to have to mandate certain industries have a percentage of humans, you know, or that we're going to have to have some kind of humans at the wheel for self-driving cars. Like they can still grab the wheel if they need to in an Uber or a taxi, yep. you know, that kind of thing. Um, we're so early in this. Or I think our imaginations are running quicker than the tech. But you and I have talked about this a number of times. Do you feel like this is putting us on a crash course with a uh, basic living income or living wage? A UBI. Universal or basic universal income. Universal basic income, yes. Yeah, I think that um, I think it's going to have to re- be revisited in a different kind of way as opposed to the context of it being it's a... Uh, some kind of burden. Well, yeah, it's just—it's like, weird how it went from like four years ago. Everyone's right. like, "That sounds stupid." That's <laughs> communism. <laughs> like that would be great, but it's dumb. And now everyone's like, "Oh, we we might need yeah. that real soon." Well, I think we might. I mean, I, I, I honestly, you know, we saw obviously, you know, I, 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 I mean, would that not be the the ultimate testament of this artificial intelligence is? Hey, this can do all these things for us. We can all have a universal basic income, basically a living wage, that you're just paid out. And you don't have to do anything if you don't want. Right. If you want to, yes, you could make more. I mean, I know that there's obviously a philosophy that believes that if we're doing nothing, that leads to something bad. Well, here's the irony. I'm, I'm kind when, of when a, people the doing nothing, of One of the great things is people create amazing art. Right. But... Now you've also got these robots that are making amazing art. So right. it's kind of this weird, like, 
great, now you have this time to make art, but guess what? <laughs> the robots are making better art than you are. Well, I think in some cases. To be fair, I don't... I think AI, most of it right now, the stuff they're creating as far... A lot of it seems soulless. Yeah, you know there's, I mean? no, there's no human emotional context. Right, it, it, lacks, it lacks the context to really tell some... Now, it does great stuff. I'm, I'm, again, it does amazing stuff. But to be fair as well, there's plenty of human-generated content that is soulless as well. I mean, <laughs> there's most of it, yeah. a lot of bullshit that is put out there, TV shows, movies, whatever, that are just, uh, you know, they, they got a lot of mo- money thrown at it from some of the biggest folks in the business, and it's still a POS. Well, here, here's a wild thing that I look at is like having two young kids. You know, it's like we grew up and it's like, oh, okay, you're going to go to school and then you're going to go to college because you got to go to college if you want to get a good job. You want to get that theater degree and so you can't use it and, you know, all that stuff. Um, and I look at my kids and I'm like, I don't even know if colleges are going to be a thing. Like, well, they, they I might I, need to I, change. I legitimately don't. And part of me is like, look, I'm still saving for that, but... Like, I genuinely don't know if that's even going to be a necessary aspect of life. Well, that's a good question. I, I, I don't have children, so I don't worry about it as much. But I Do think you about want it. One? We'll talk later. Okay. I, I don't have a lot to spend right now, a lot of discretionary income. Would you like a permanent loan? I will talk later. Okay. Uh, I, think, uh, I think there will still be school in some way. I think it, things yeah. are going to change. I wouldn't be surprised if they would move towards... Uh, some way to counter this kind of like using, but that's the worst the thing AI. you can do. The schools that are like, no, no AI. It's like it's happening. No, like, no, no. I think you're going to have to adapt happening. to that. It's happening. I agree. Yeah. And I think what we'll see is like, yeah, it could maybe we'll see a de-emphasis on writing papers. You know what I mean? Because if an AI is going to write your paper, maybe we'll go back to the older style of teaching where it's all uh, like oral testing. Where, like, instead of going into the classroom and be like, I need to write an essay on my computer with AI, They're I like, have to go in there. up and you're like, ah. Exactly. And they, they check your you they and, teeth yeah. and look for fillings and, yeah. and whatnot. Uh, but, no, I think you could see something like that where they have to, like, they test you on the content in person in front of the class. You know, maybe something like that. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of questions left with that, I'll say. Um but I'd like I'd like to see it integrated. I think you're right. I don't think we should hide from it. I think we need to utilize it you as a can't. tool. We need to learn it. Um, now I'll tell you this: some a topic I don't see enough about with AI that I'm excited about. I think it's going to lead to a lot of scientific discoveries. I think mm-hmm. we're going to see a lot of virus uh, discoveries, like being able to find markers on people that humans oh, couldn't see. I think medically, mm-hmm. 10 years. Right. The, Not even that long. I think, I, I think three years. Well, I read something. I don't know if it's related to AI, but I would assume it's behind it. But there was uh, some company, I think it was in Europe, and they were very confident that they would have a vaccine right. for most cancers. Right. By like 2032. That's wild. Like, can you imagine that world where it's like, whether it's, I, I assume it's got to be AI assisted. It will be. You know, yes. be, because the, just the human power is like not enough. But it's like, can you imagine that? Like less than 10 years from now, you potentially could eradicate cancer. 
And like all I'm thinking at this point is like, fuck, I just gotta like hang on. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like you said, twenty, thirty. I'm starting doing the math. I'm like, I'm in my forties. I'm kind of in the. I'm in this. We're in the sweet spot here. Yeah, we are. We are. I better start eating more fruits. Stop sitting. uh, All that bad stuff. Actually, I gotta go take a run right now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Yeah. go go for a run Uh, before you leave. The other thing I'm excited about with the AI is I think it will. I don't know if this is going to be good or bad. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to help us talk to animals. Oh, man. I would love to talk to a dog, particularly one wearing shoes. Well, of course. That's in this in this world, in this podcast world, we in only our, believe in our world, dogs, dogs should, should shoes. wear shoes. 100%. No question. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to sidetrack. But I saw a man walking a dog in his shoes three days ago. That's and perfect. all I could think about is, I wish Dave. I mean, he, I, I can see it in my mind. I, I know he's probably I, a reader uh, and uh, and a listener and a friend of us. He must be. I'm th- very happy to The dog was that. wearing a uh, Brad and David talking oh, uh, a dog onesie. Right. So That's the only I, ones that we've printed. Yeah, 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 exactly. We haven't printed any other shirts or anything, just dog onesies. And his, yeah, just the dog onesie that says, mm-hmm. I deserve shoes. That's right. And you know what? The dog had shoes. That's okay. That's good to hear. Yeah. Now, if we had AI that could communicate with that dog, we could talk to the dog in and some way. And the dog way. would say, thank you thank for you. the shoes. I think so. I think I would say, I'm very comfortable. I'm not concerned about tracking in dirt, feces, etc." And uh, I'm not stubbing my toes. Can dog, dogs can stub their feet, right? Of course. Right, yeah, they have feet. They can, paws. Paws. Yeah, paws. Oh, the, well, you know what I'm just thinking about? I watch uh, one of those veteran shows. Not veterans. Sorry. Veterinarians. Veterinarian, yes. Sorry. Not to be confused. Veterinarian shows uh, on the, on the uh, TVs. And um, one of them was that the dog pad had been torn. It was uh, like a lot of these dog injuries. I'm like, it if they just been wearing shoes, they wearing shoes, it's gonna wear shoes. So this AI, when it comes along, we could talk with dogs, ask them if they would like the shoes, ask them what kind of shoes they want, different colors, exactly. different sizes. Does this feel correct? You want more room in the shoe? We can be, you know, it's more. I think communication is key, and it will make up for a better and life. Doggy Foot Locker is gonna be big. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I, investing right now. Well, I think that's a wise investment. Uh, I think um, you know this is a this is a big world we're opening up in in what has it been six months or less with these new tools again this yeah, stuff it's been has going been on for a long years. time but in the public right. awareness the public it's awareness. been six months max now I'll say this obviously we we're talking about yes AI has been around for decades there's been versions of it that we've been interacting with already whether it's Google uh, autocomplete or whether it's any other kind of uh, spelling or autocomplete when we're typing in a text document. We see it um, all the time in the algorithms that uh, suggest thing, uh, videos on YouTubes or any of the other but it's websites so or Facebooks or whatever. But it, yes, it is a more robust um, version. Now, what, what do you use it for? What like, do I use the AI for? I, I know you've used AI a fair amount. So what, like, what, what's, what's something you have used it for? I've been using the text and the image generation. I've been using the text generation for um, helping me get ideas off the ground, like helping me come up with ideas for titles for things. Uh, I basically will give it a prompt for like a, a one or two lines of a story that I've been working on for a long time. And I'll say, take this, this kind of theme 
this happens with these characters, put it in the eight-step uh, story circle format, and I'll use that to write a short story or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the kind of thing. Now, when I ask it fact-based content or questions, it is making up all kinds of bullshit. Yeah. You know, it said that... Uh, it said that... Um, oh, God. Um, I'm blanking now. Twin Peaks, uh, David Lynch. Yeah, so they, it was saying David Lynch was on an episode of Gilmore Girls. And as a huge fan of Gilmore Girls and Twin Peaks, it that was complete great bullshit. Happened, complete bullshit. Um, can we? Can AI go back in time and make David Lynch well, be it in could. an episode of Gilmore Girls? And that's that was going to just say. So on, you who said, would David Lynch be in Gilmore Girls? Oh, I'd put, I'd cast him as Luke. I, no, no, no. But if he just existed in the world as is, not oh. that he was like taking the place of. Well, I was going to say either him or Kirk. But yeah, I mean, he would be. Great oh, as Kirk. He would be. Um, very interesting. Now, I'll say this. The show itself, Gilmore Girls, is already heavily influenced by Twin Peaks. It features a, a bevy, if, if I'm using the word correctly, yeah. a bevy of actors of, uh, of various uh, seasons from um, Twin Peaks mm-hmm. and on Gilmore Girls. Um, now, switching gears a moment, um, yes, you could create a Gilmore Girls with David Lynch in it. Now, you've seen on the YouTubes... They have been doing this kind of image generation yeah. stuff, where yeah. you've got a Wes Anderson oh, the Wes version Anderson everything. Of, of Lord yeah. of the Rings or or whatever. Now, that stuff is pretty interesting. It's very early days. Um, now, going back to what you said, asking me about what I use it for, I've used the image generation as well, and I'll use I use that to make designs for T-shirts and whatnot, and just remove the background, take the images, and, and print them on T-shirts. I've used them for other things if I want to uh, have some graphics for a uh, newsletter or something like that is what I plan on using it for or just for my own fun. Now, that being said, I've had a lot of misses just like with the text generation. Like I would say something as simple as uh, people it has a lot of trouble with still. Um, You know, the hands, the faces. Hands in particular, like you end up with mutant hands 90% of the time. It had a lot of trouble with drafts for some reason. And it had trouble putting (laughs) facial hair on kangaroos. Crazy creature. Yeah, it did not understand why the neck was so long. Yeah, (laughs) it was trying to shorten the neck. Like, right? It couldn't possibly be this long. No, with the the kangaroos, I couldn't put a beard on it. I couldn't put a beard on on a giraffe either. I kept trying to put beards on things like fruits and veggies, vegetables, and animals. Fucking technology sucks. Well, it pisses me off. As a bearded individual, why this sucks? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's very early, and I, I bet when we hear this if podcast... If you can't put a beard on a kangaroo, what right? good is this? What good is it? I'm sorry, I, mean, I, I didn't mean to get heated here. It's okay. I mean, I did put a mustache on an avocado available I, you, you, you did, yeah, on my website. You did, and you should be able yeah. to do that at will. And you know what? A robot should be able to do that, too. I I, I agree. This is. I mean, America's not what it used to be. Sorry, I'm gonna, I'll calm down. It's okay. I mean, well, again, we're, this is a heated topic. We're in the early days of this. I'm excited to see where it goes. I am a bit fearful... That we're just in the happy part of the story, and that Terminator's around the corner. Oh, it's totally going to take a turn. I mean, it's either going to be that where it's going to destroy us in one way or the other, or it's going to lose complete interest in it in us, like in that movie Her, mm-hmm. where it's like, "Oh, you're great, we're here to help you," and then it's like, "You know what? We're you're going to just go to our own place and do our own AI thing. We don't care about you." I could definitely see both of those things happening. Honestly, they could both happen at the same time. Um, but we will see. We are not prognosticators. 
We are not even really AI or tech analysts. We are Brad and David, and we have been talking about artificial intelligence. Thank you, Keanu. Thank you, Keanu. And to blow your mind even more, this entire episode was generated with artificial intelligence. That is bullshit. This is Brad and David. We're humans. Thank you for listening. Uh, Brad, anything else you'd like to say about artificial 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 intelligence? Beep boop beep boop beep boop boop. And for those who don't speak binary, thank you, and have a wonderful day. Beep boop beep boop. Thanks for listening to the number one podcast that features both Brad and David talking. Remember to check out our sponsor, Horrible Haikus, everyone's favorite offensive poetry game, available at HorribleHaikusGame.com.